it's March 3rd, 2023. And listen, I was just doing my job. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow Reborn a Dota 2 podcast, where we don't talk about Dota 2 on the podcast. Six, uh, just, just turning turn the crank, doing your job, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. As we record this, I am finishing up a cutscene in a Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> as soon as it's done, I will exit out. I really thought 40 minutes was enough time. As a this tank, is not a battle crow. Short. We're right. not trying to podcast in a video game. But. So, okay, I have another podcast, right? You have a... You're cheating on I me? I know, I, listen, I'm sorry t- you had to learn like this, but you're the one cheating on me because you got yourself a girl. We'll talk about it later. Anyway. Oh, shit, we did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it's... Uh, we talk about mecha, right? And mecha design. Right. And we ex- we mostly do Gundam stuff, but we we accept listener requests. And someone mm-hmm. requested the Emerald Weapon from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. Which is a big old like biomechanical robot thing, and it is one of a line of weapon mecha from from Final Fantasy VII, right? Sure. But the thing is, Final Fantasy loves to put in tributes to other Final Fantasies, and so weapons have recurred throughout the Final Fantasy games, mostly just little cameos or tributes, right? Mm-hmm. But Final Fantasy XIV, of course... Ah, oh, cutscene's over. I can just exit the game. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, of course, loves to do like full-on like recontextualization and big old tributes, right? It's like, mm-hmm. oh no, the weapons are back, but they're for a completely different purpose, and we got new designs, and they're big old boss fights and everything, right? And you would think that with how popular Final Fantasy XIV is, there'd be really great documentation of these designs. (laughs) There fucking isn't. They suck at this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we talked about the the versions from FF7, and we talked a little bit about some other things, and we started talking about the Final Fantasy XIV stuff, and it's like, the documentation on this sucks. I have to go do it myself. So we're going to do a part two later with a bunch of screenshots that I've been taking while playing through these. So that's what I was working on. <laughs> wow. What about you, Nick? Why have you been avoiding Daniel, me? <laughs> Daniel I've just been avoiding you. Okay, that's fair. That's reasonable. <laughs> well, um, you know, maybe, you know, we, we might as well, you know, the loose lips, you know, we, we have some ships to sink, right? We got to sink your battleships. Well, we could, we could go to uh, a certain segment later to put you on the spot let's just start off with our teasy speakeasy and then get into it i've gotten all my rage out of the patch now i'm just uh, trying to be happy because when the new patch drops and i like it i'll probably be angry all the time i need to be, i need something to be mad at and now that i have the patch of the anime six are you familiar with uh, coors light the beverage I think I've heard of it. I heard, heard you, something about mm-hmm. when, when, it, when it's blue, cold as the Rockies or something, right? When it's a, when the mountains are blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. I'm going to sneeze yes. now if that's okay. Sure. Me too! That was, you know, hammed up for the for the camera, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Achoo! It's like the anime thing of sneezing when someone mentions your name, because your real name is Nicholas the Rockies Cease. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. But it's uh, funny, you know, a friend of the show, you know, Dallas, uh, Hotodagu, famously, we took a class together in college. It was a pickling class. Listen, it, it was great. But that was we a had, class? you know, not like a it lesson? Was a pickling not like five minutes? Class. It, it was like a general preservation, like food preservation type thing. 
It's very interesting. It was like part of their culinary school. Drexel University has a culinary school. I, it was news to me my senior year as well. But famously, we uh, famously is in between us, uh, we had to write like, you know, like an essay at the end or something on like a topic or a research paper. On cans or pickles. Your on choice. cans or pickles. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I wrote about, but I, I think Dallas wrote about how like the refrigerated freight car was like key to like America's food system or like what an innovation it was, the refrigerated train car. Sure. Um, and it was the, the final line is like something, something, you know, and thanks to the refrigerated trade car, like all around the world all, or all around the U.S. Now everyone could enjoy the refreshing taste of course, like <laughs> when it's blue, when the can is blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. That was like the final the I thing see, that I, I said I bug him about. It means absolutely nothing. Well, I mean, so obviously there's a Coors Light, right? There's a Bud Light, right? Budweiser Light. Mm-hmm. Which implies kind of the existence of of a Bud Heavy, right? Uh, actually, that is. <laughs> I used to work in a bar. Actually, I've worked in a couple of bars, bar restaurants, um, right. and bar colloquially service. we refer to non-light Bud as Bud Heavy. Yes. Did you actually have like regular Budweiser? Sure. I mean, listen. Just because you're in a nice bar doesn't mean morons won't come in. You gotta have you gotta have the, <laughs> like the the bottom the you know the lowest tier on tap or in can in some cases because you don't want to put it on tap. Right. But like I you do have you are gonna have college students who stumble in and ask for a PBR. It's gonna right. happen. But I feel like asking for a Bud Heavy is. Well, they, no, they don't say. They just say a Bud. A but bud. we, we refer don't to it as a Bud Heavy. Okay. Right. Did you ever have Coors Heavy? I don't know that we did. It's apparently it's called Coors Banquet. Oh wait, I, yes, yes, that's right. Okay, yes. It's but it that like that's a different. That's like a because it's a meal right there. I, it it actually is like it just tastes like bread and you feel like you're eating bread. It's like a sustenance. Beer. I bet I won't have that experience when I try it. But okay. <laughs> Well, it, it, not necessarily in a pleasant way. I was saying but it really is. It, it is a meal. Well, it, you, and you know, like Corona, right? Like Corona. How like, long is this wind up, Nicholas? What do you have? I found a Corona familiar. <laughs> it's, it looks like, you know, how like uh, Coors has like, you know, it's a white label or whatever. Well, Coors Banquet has this like tan... Uh, you know, bready appearance, like very grainy color to the label mm-hmm. in the same way that this Corona familiar has like brown text, brown bottle. The bottle which... looks like it should like the, the label and everything makes it look like it should be a root beer, but then it's <laughs> called a familiar. Does. So it's like, what do you pour it out? And like a bat appears and like hovers by your shoulder. <laughs> exactly. What does it have? It has like dragons, I think on the front. This I guess you would say what that was. Yeah, and it has, you know, a big old cramp, but it looks like, you know, old-fashioned. It's brewed and bottled by Cerveceria Modelo Mexico, imported from Mexico. It is La Cerveza Mas Fina, so, you know, it's living Mas. Um, 4.8% ABV. It's got uh, 156 calories, mm-hmm. uh, imported by Crown Imports in Chicago. So let's go ahead. You can't obviously see much from the bottle because it's it's brown. Um, I had one of these last night and I can't remember, not because I was drinking, I just, <laughs> I, I immediately realized. Yeah, I, I can't remember the rest of the night. Yeah. And yeah. I, so, yeah, let's get the nose of Corona Familiar. Um, also this expires in August, apparently. 
it's very much like a corona and it's like you know it's a beer it smells like a beer Mm, sure the same as you know coors bud light but there's it definitely has not more complexity but it's less surface level it feels like a more complete you know very base level basic beer but it it's not like something's missing like it doesn't smell watery Mm, okay decant here as they say it's a good sound you got there it's a little clink oh yeah I mean, you always think that my Foley is fake. You know, like me pulling the cork out of that bourbon. or whiskey <laughs> That was the one that I thought was really it fake. It was that pretty was... amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have faked that. Like, the quality was too good. Okay. Um, so it's... What would I, I would describe it? It's maybe um, darker than a, a regular Corona. I'm getting, you know, getting the picture here for us. Um yeah, it's like got a little bit more golden notes to it. It looks kind of like healthier, right? Like this, it's not some Alan trying to type in our episode notes. I thought we banned yeah. Alan from here. It's I, I took away Alan's I kind of role while Aww. they were typing. <laughs> Shout out to Alan. Chats colon, a television podcaster, you know. Uh, so there it is. It's like, you know, an Italian grandma, like the Corona spent a few weeks with it, you know, really really fed it well you know it was eating the good oh you don't eat anything you have have a more meat the ball that's that's what they say and now oh it actually smells like it has a little bit more of a smell to it it's not super strong overpowering but it there's something different here it's like Modelo is another uh, mexican beer that i like and it's it's kind of something like that so here we go Right off the bat, nothing offensive. Um, like medium, you know, on the attack. Ooh, it's kind of like a... I was getting like a little mouth-watering finish at the end as if... it It's not tart or, or fruity or anything, but it's... Sugar alcohols. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sorbet- <laughs> um, This is very pleasant. It's very drinkable. Mm-hmm. Um, Just like, you know, the classic, you know, cheap, give me a beer... Except it has a bit of a taste. It's definitely heavier, right? It definitely doesn't go down like water, like like the the regular Corona would. Oh, I really should have had a lime with this because that's what you do with you know regular Corona. But sure, but you should have had like a familiar lime, like a key lime or something. It, it's more familiar. Keys, key lime. Yeah, is more the Florida familiar. Keys. You know, is is that where the common touchstone for all humanity? I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> where they come from. Yes. Can you can I mean, you like, fact check that for me? I mean, I'm sure you can grow them elsewhere, but I think that's what they're named for. Uh, key lime. I would say this is just name comes from its association with the Florida Keys. Yes. I guess it makes sense. It's a good place to grow, you know, citrus in a way. Yeah. So, like, it tastes, this just tastes like a very healthy, um, like, Mexican beer. Yeah. It's not water. Real healthy. Yeah. It's real healthy, you know. Like it's it's been treating itself well. Okay, well, I guess that's. I, fair. I would recommend if you can find a Corona familiar, uh, give it a go. Probably yeah. Try try a lime with it. Can we get a picture of the back of the label, Nick? You, you're giving us the front here, but oh sure. Just... I mean, it's just this is just like a beer label. Sure, but you know, just curiosity. It's true. I should find a way. There's got to be like a. 
a, a little USB thing that'll like make a GIF of something. You can, so you can just say like record, and then we can spin our circular things, or just like mm, kind of rotate clever, around, so we could get three sixties. Sure, but it's still a GIF. So you know, if people are on mobile on our Discord link in the uh, description, they could see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I so mean, that's it's, very it's tasteful because it doesn't have the right. label on the back. It's like a transparent label on the back. It's just the text in this, you know, the same color, the like muted tan. Well, Nick, so you're rocking uh, 4.8 over there. That's true. I'm rocking 116. Oh, God. Because. No, 116 proof? Just percent. Or, okay. Uh, because what I have here <laughs> is an old friend, but now, now, I'm a, now I'm an experienced, you know, taster. And I feel like sometimes you need to revisit the classics. Memory is fallible. Yeah. This is amp energy with 116% of your daily value of sugar. This is not your zero calorie energy drink. Look at that classic guy. It's, I I don't know if I've had an amp. So you described it as describing, you described it as like, like bread, but not like in a good way. Right. Well, this is like metal, but in a good way. Oh, yeah. Let's let's get you a. So it it has lime. So like, is it lime flavored? No, it is uh, (laughs) guarine and heavy metal. Basically, okay, is kind of the flavor experience. Heavy metal. Yeah, Mountain Dew amp. You know, like like core blimey, there's lead in here. (laughs) There's lead in these hills. Get the lead out. No, please. Please take my left. Uh, wow, that picture turned out kind of blurry, huh? Oh, camera it's, must have It's just moving bit. so quickly, like how the molecules are so yeah, it's, it's intensely packed in there, all the energy. The tritium decaying, you know? No, I don't think it did. I think it's just that the monitor light is blowing out the rim of its... Okay, yeah. Well, this is the best you're going to get. Um, but cool effect. on the nose here, you get guarine. <laughs> Guarana extract. It is uh, it is a strong, potent smell. For anyone, like, I guess if you're not familiar with it, it is a, like, a, a tropical fruit smell, right? But mm. it's like, it feels weird to say this, it's like deeper, right? You know? It's not bright. Deep. It is okay. sharp, but it is not bright. Okay. Um, and then, um, yeah, take a, take a little, a little sippy sip here. A little sippy sip. Ah, oh. ah, oh, old friend, old friend. Wow, that was a good sigh. So yeah, it is. Um, the adjacency it has a Mountain Dew core, right? Right. But then it has all the trappings of an old school energy drink added to it. By which I mean. More sugar, guarana, more caffeine, and uh, various, you know, like vitamins and stuff just sort of piled in because why the hell not? It's got 50% get a of your deck. Of course, of course. You need to find out how much riboflavin and niacin I got in here. Riboflavin? How much that, pantothenic like acid. Mm-hmm. Riboflavin, of course, is a variety of the B vitamin. I believe it's B12. I feel like they put a different B12 in there these days. I feel like I haven't said the word riboflavin recently. They might just not. Well, you know, it also lists B12 separately. Interesting. You may be right. right there. Six, Um, I do have to fact check you. I'm pretty sure this has less sugar than a Mountain Dew. 
Really? Okay. I'm almost you. positive. It has 58 grams in a. It says one can. However many ounces this you know, like tall boy can is. A 16 can. Yeah. Yeah. 16. I'm pretty ounce. sure that's actually slightly less. Huh. Okay. Fair enough. But point is, you're not removing it. You're not. You're not doing right, anything right. foolish. Oh no. Like that. But yeah, you look down at that at that list of ingredients. Carbonated water, high fructose corn syrup, citric acid, concentrated orange juice. That's the core right there. That's the core, baby. Yeah. Just a, just a friend. I uh, I saw this in the store, and I was like, hell yeah. And then I went to go get a Pepsi. A oh. peep-flavored Pepsi. And um, they wouldn't take Apple Pay. And I was like, well, I didn't bring my wallet. <laughs> so maybe next time. Damn. Yeah, I haven't seen Peepsy. You know, people. I think a few people in the Discord have have tried it. So I'm, I'm on the hunt. There's a chain near me. It might be near you. I don't know how far its reach extends. Called Ninety Nine Cents Only. It seems they have <laughs> a very healthy stock at all their locations around me. I've never heard of this, but uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to search. I didn't see anything that was that cheap in there. Everything costs more than ninety nine cents, I so like, I don't know why they named it like that. <laughs> like Doritos were like four fifty. What? Like a like a regular, not a party size, a regular bag. A I was like, that's kind bag? of expensive. I mean, you are in California, but yeah, true. Damn, only like Arizona iced tea stays the same. Everything else, you know, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they printed it on the can, so you can't get away with any bullshit. Exactly. They they actually fun fact they printed like a gross of cans, but. They ordered as if like they were printing. Um, they, printing they were uh, living like they were dying. just individuals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so they actually ordered like I think it was two hundred and seventy nine thousand cans originally, and they're mm-hmm. still going through them. So that's why they must have made more than two hundred seventy nine thousand Arizona iced teas, though. I don't believe your story. Uh, but they reuse the cans, you know, like recycling. Instead of like melting it down into aluminum, they just kind of blow it out. Like they put a little nozzle on the in- inside, and they just. Poof, Full of sanitize shit. it and then obviously <laughs> fucking obviously <laughs> i like the idea of people like holding up to their mouth like it's a balloon and inflating it but <laughs> <laughs> not people a machine yeah okay that makes it, <laughs> it used plausible. to be people right. it, it did used to be people but you know fucking millennials these days these wimps you know they're on the twitter mm-hmm. so much that their lungs they just they can't handle it on the tiktok Mm-hmm. I'm if the they were TikTok, off the TikTok, the they'd Taco be fine, Bell. but they can't. Yeah. Oh, did you say Taco, Taco Bell? Bell? I did. Do you want to take it to Taco Chingling? Welcome to Taco Chingling. How may I help you? How may I take your order? May I? How may I take your order? That. Why do people say that? I feel like that's the thing people say. How may I? How may I take? Your I, I think order? it's. I think it's a. I think it's one of those like car crash portmanteaus, right? Of mm-hmm. may I take your order and how may I help you, right? <laughs> car crash portmanteau. It's when you have two different ideas in your head and you yeah. can't settle on which to say, and so you sort of fuck up. It's like when someone says "grud" and they were like couldn't decide between "good" grud. or "great." Grud. Yeah, "grud." I am "grud." Here we are. Um. So I have uh, I have a a, ch- a challenge, Nick, and not like a challenge for you. I have a challenge in my life. I have a I have a Taco Bell prisoner's dilemma. Oh, okay. So there are two Taco Bells that are Inside of roughly of equidistant from my work, mm-hmm. and so if I get off work and I'm like, I want to get Taco Bell, I have two options. Right. I used to only have one, um, but oh. they built a new one, 
and uh, that one's quite nice, right? It's like, yeah, like a new modern one. Uh-huh. And the people there seem relatively on the ball. When I... I'll use an example, right? Which is when I was going to get the Deluxe Cravings box, which they advertise as being seven ninety nine, right? Right. After tax and everything, it was eight fifty at the other Taco Bell, the older Taco Bell. At the new Taco Bell, it was eleven dollars. After wow. taxes. Wow. They're like, I- you're going to pay fucking premium prices here. Plus, it's a city where the taxes are higher. More than okay, so over ninety percent of Taco Bell's are franchised. I was like, what percentage of Taco Bell's are like corporate Taco Bell's? Mm-hmm. So I, I do wonder if like yeah. one of them isn't. Most likely the more expensive one. Probably, probably. And so that's like that's a huge price hike, right? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. It was already a challenge because the old Taco Bell, the people there suck. And I'm not saying, like, they suck as human beings, but they do suck at their jobs. Um, You are very likely to get mistakes with your order. And if you come at certain times, like, if you come at night, there is a decent chance you will come and they'll say, sorry, our cook's on break. We're canceling your order. And I'm like, you're singular cook. You are there. You are another person answering this. And you don't know how to make Taco Bell food? (laughs) You don't know how to make Taco Bell food? You can't follow the pictures on the wall? Do you mind if I just kind of self-serve? Can I just um, fill out an application and while I'm there in the back? I There was one time, there was one time where I pulled into the drive-thru and like mm-hmm. it was, I think they close at like 2 a.m. or something. And it was like 12, 15. Mm-hmm. And there were lights on in the building, but there were no lights on the drive-thru sign. I sat there for a minute. Nothing. I pull around nothing and as i start start to slowly go and i see someone sitting like an employee sitting at a table and they just shake their head and wave their hand for me to leave it's a get out of here with these go on uh and then and i was like okay that's pretty bad right but maybe i should take it as a sign right like they'll i'll get my money back they'll cancel the order and it's like i'll let it be my cosmic sign that i shouldn't be eating taco bell right now right Mm-hmm. But then an extra complication got added. They're doing construction on the road, and they have just shut down like a solid block in the middle of the street. And it's not like, oh, like it narrows. It's like, no, mm-hmm. no, you have to take a huge detour to get there. <laughs> and so it's like, I can either pay way more for Taco Bell mm-hmm. or I can take the big detour to possibly get fucked over, but save some money. <laughs> I feel like it's like the adventure is kind of part of the decision, right? Like if you frame it in your mind a certain way, it's like, you know, maybe it's a distraction. It's like, you know, you just got off of work or you're on break. And it's like, you know what? We're doing Taco Bell, baby. Um, as you do, that's what you sound like when you decide to go mm-hmm. uh, right. endorse a, a Taco Bell, patronize a Taco Bell. And it's like, yeah, you could go and, like, you know, you know what's happening. Or you could go and, like, life could happen, right? Like, you could go have a transaction and you could ingest calories. Or you could go have a night. Like, you could you could 
have life happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, one, I don't have time to do it on break. With a detour, it's not possible. Oh, yeah. But also, when you if you do it, if you make the drive and you do the detour and you get there and they won't give you food, by that point, it's just like, I climbed the mountain. Give me my fucking burrito. <laughs> I climbed the mountain. I'm speaking to the burning burrito. That's just not fair. Yeah. That's, uh, so, wow. The, the these are the troubles that beset me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here's here's a third option. You know, I've been reading. Um, <laughs> well, I already know this is a fake story. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So the initial Taco Bell franchise fee for a regular franchise is 45K. Well, the initial license fee for an express franchise is just $22,500. Okay. Uh, this is like an upfront fee you have to pay if you're opening your own Taco Bell franchise. You, you're doing it independently. Um According to vettedbiz.com, the estimated total investment uh, for a regular Taco Bell, like $1.3 million to $3.3 for an yeah, Express. Because that doesn't include, only... like, the building. <laughs> right, you're right. But right, an Express so. is, like, two hundred thirty to 590000 right? Um, but it's going to be on then... the higher end because this is Southern California. Okay, yeah. So let's just say it's going to be, let's just say 500000 right? Just around okay. half a million. Okay. Um, they have the fees broken out here. It's like... Background check fees, you know, three fifty to six hundred per person. Um, equipment and decor, one hundred fifty to two hundred thirty k. That makes sense. You know, probably includes kitchen equipment. Um, and then, in terms of the other specifics, uh, a grand opening expense of five thousand uh, must be spent by you for advertising and promoting the opening of your unit. And then percentage of sales, uh, the period franchise fee is five point five percent of gross sales. Uh, the marketing fee is 4.25%. Uh, and the support costs, quote-unquote, which just sounds like a fee, uh, is 52 k a year. So that's a total of close to 15%. Right. So let's say okay. half a million, and then let's just say, you know, 15%. Could you open up your own Taco Bell? Like you, I... we do some, some VC, right? And then in the area, it's like, I've got a bottle crow. I've got a Taco Bell. I've got a combination bottle crow and Taco Bell. You could have Arteezy's Speakeasy. I like the thinking. However, Surfing Express Taco Bell. I am not getting any kind of relationship with venture capital. I will do this if I can just do it. If if you mm-hmm. if it's like okay, I can sell Scanline and ten years of work. Right. Not just my work, other people's work. No, of, of and course. also burn every bridge by doing like a GoFundMe and fucking everyone over and get the mm-hmm. money for this. Right. Okay. But if venture capital has to get involved, forget it. What about adventure capital? It's like it's it's like a, it's basically it's like a imagine game. it's a bunch yeah. of me's being just like, hmm <laughs> just being really down for adventures with capital resources. Like a Kerbal, perhaps. Like a Kerbal, exactly like a Kerbal. What is a Kerbal? A Kerbal is the uh, like the se- the residents of pl- planet Kerbin in Kerbal Space Program. Ooh, Kerbal Space Program, you say. Why do you bring this up? I don't know, because okay. we could talk about that very briefly. You played some Kerbal Space Program, too. 
Q uh, time. Have... Yeah, this is very much Q time because it's it's pretty short. Um, yeah. Yeah, it runs real bad. So the Lima Major is going on. In- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Lima, the first major of the year uh, after the International uh, mm-hmm. is going on. Uh, it's exciting because it's, I think, the first SA like, premier tournament in, in recent yeah. history. Uh, run by 4D Esports. I may be incorrect on that one, but I, uh, yeah. Um, in the Arena 1 uh, arena. Things things have been going on. It's it's apparently been a bit of a uh, a bit of a Shanghai, uh, the old Shanghai shit hole major shit show major. In that uh, there was like six yeah, hours. Don't, of don't delays. call it a shit hole major. That's pretty rude to Shanghai. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> no, city. just the major itself. <laughs> um, and then you know, see, I had issues. And anyway, uh, apparently lots of production issues. Lots and lots of production issues. Um, in you know, beautiful Lima, Peru. So, of course, they have incredible food options at the venue, including pizza, burgers, uh, pizza and you're burgers. not allowed to be entries. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yep. Pizza, burgers, technically pizza combined with burgers. That's okay, Nick. No AC. Or in, okay. Uh, congrats. Lima Major is going great. But in, in the grand spirit of completely dismissing things to go off, you know, valid things to go off right. with, uh, what, how would you make a pizza burger? So there's two options you could make. Well, no, actually. So I was thinking you could make a burger pizza or pizza burger, but I I, I decided that the order meant you know the the well, first burger, thing pe- is the burger primary. pizza is already like you can get that from any Domino's in the country. What? A cheeseburger pizza? Yes. Oh no, sorry, you're right. the The first thing is the secondary thing. That makes more sense. So yes, the burger yes. is the primary. And the pizza is, is the, the secondary. Yes. So a pizza burger. Um, so you got to have a bun, right, to to identify it as the burger when you're well, selling this. But what if you have a bun-sized like disc of crust? Okay, bun-sized disc. What I bet you can make like a really puffy crust, like the edge of the crust, right? If you could somehow sure, make that sure. kind of very puffy, but not well. I crispy. mean, you could do it like kind of like Detroit style crust, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's very like bready. Yes. That's that's a good idea. You could you know bake some some herbs and spices under that you know like the the Domino's spiced ends or whatever mm-hmm. seasoned ends, mm-hmm. and then inside, let's see, what could you do? Obviously, you're gonna have to have some mozzarella in there. Okay. Not like a a wedge, not like a caprese type thing, but it's got to be you know considerable, not chewy. So just like so a it's nice like a provolone style kind of disc. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Get your mozzarella in there tomato how's the tomato i feel like you can just straight up do the tomato sauce right mm-hmm. like you dress yeah, the bun in tomato sauce and in terms of okay so you get cheese you get the sauce what else is on a pizza pizza i mean i'm thinking pepperoni right you, what, you can have pepperoni okay in there. what if oh oh oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead i have an idea but okay um, it's a pepperoni burger patty so it's i was like thinking burger- the same thing yeah grind up some pepperoni Mix oh, it in with that your... wasn't what I was thinking. Okay. Oh, I was thinking you, mean you like... don't grind up the pepperoni. You grind oh, up the beef no. and then stick whole pepperoni in there and just make. Oh, 
It just it wouldn't form a patty though. It would. It'd be okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. You stuff it with pepperoni. So it's a stuffed Hmm, pepperoni burger patty. Like pepperoni and cheese. Because you need cheese when you stuff it to sort of help the the way it structurally works. Oh, so, I mean, there's multiple cheeses on a pizza. So that's where you put, like, I don't know, whatever cheese. Like, mild cheddar is a thing I've seen in pizzas. Whatever other cheese you're going to use, that goes on the inside. That's true. So you'll get like this separate experience, but then they'll blend together. And I think you have like, you know, you have a, a little shaker on the line of like some herbs, right? Some oregano, uh. some thyme, a little bit of fennel, maybe ground fennel. And I think that's it. I think that would be a nice pizza burger. Now, that sounds interesting. It also sounds like a lot of work, so no one's going to do it. But folks, right. here's what you could do. TM, TM, registered trademark. So first, you get a deep dish pizza, right? Yep. And then you get a McDouble, and you put it in the middle of two slices of No! Removing the bun is optional. You don't have to. In fact, you probably shouldn't. What a shame. No! Uh, that was this is the shaming six segment. And <laughs> there we were. Yeah. It's it's a it's an idea. It's uh-huh. it's something that could be done, right? Like nobody's ever gonna do the pizza burger, but this is a you thing know, that somebody might do. Here's the best way to do it. If you want if you're like, but six, how am I ever gonna be in the circumstances where this <laughs> makes sense? Well, Little Caesars will do a, a like a small like deep dish lunch special that is like a little one, right? just a couple of slices once okay so you can get two slices from that and then just put a mcdouble in the middle of it and just eat it with your face yeah yeah you could that makes sense the first search result by the way for pizza burger comes up on lemonsforlulu.com life gets plain if you don't add flavor um in 2021 by tanya schroeder uh, love pizza? Then this pizza burger is for you. Thick, juicy all-beef all patties are piled high with pepperoni slices, cheese, and pizza sauce. No, nope. This is uninspired. This is this. I'm yeah, afraid. this is real. I'm sure it's this fine. No, sure it's fine. The more but. interesting one. Oh wait, not that interesting. Darn, that's too bad. No. I was. I saw the next next response was uh, Taste of Homes uh, open face pizza burgers, <laughs> but no, this is like this is like a kind of like a modified sloppy joe kind of i guess it's a little interesting it doesn't feel very burger to me or pizza well it's got the cheese and the tomato and it's yeah i I kind of get it but you're right also no mushrooms please oh mushrooms would be so good on it actually that's a great idea mushrooms have never been good on anything you've never been good on any podcast mushrooms have never brought anyone happiness You've never brought anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're just lying on the ground there. I can't not pick it up and and put the gum in my mouth. Oh wait, this okay? This this looks like we're onto something. Let's see here. Okay. Oh man! Con- congratulations, small town woman. You have <laughs> you have gone for the gold. Okay, I don't know that this like work works as far as like the prompt. Mm-hmm. But look at this picture. These are, again, 
open face pizza burgers. Is that a patty though? There is a patty underneath that, I okay, believe. It kind of looks, looks like Sloppy like... Joe. Mm, it might be Sloppy Joe. Well, I think this would work if you just did a patty because basically it is with like they they make their own like mer- like their own sauce mm-hmm. and it's got like and it's like a supreme because it's got like sausage and mushrooms and mm. onion. Oh. And it's on an English muffin, which is a very interesting what? choice. This six, you're not. I'm you're not, not thinking what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> a pizza burger Benedict. Hollandaise road. Hollandaise pizza burger. The problem with making a, putting Hollandaise on a pizza, of course, right. is that. If you put hollandaise on the crust and then bake it, the hollandaise is not going to survive that process, which is why the pizza burger, where you can add the sauce on afterwards, would actually solve this problem. Six, why can't you add hollandaise after the pizza's already baked? Well, because you, then you're just drizzling it over the top instead of, I was thinking like like making it like a white pizza, right? Oh, okay. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you could just drizzle it over the top, but at that point, what are you using for your base sauce? Because I think marinara and hollandaise, not a winning combo. I don't know why I've never had, like, seen this. So, I mean, I feel like I've seen a buffalo burger, like, as in, like, not not the animal, but, like, a the spice, <laughs> the <laughs> buffalo yeah, wing I burger. I <laughs> realize I have to, to <laughs> specify. I've had a bison burger. Um, what about a buffalo pizza burger? Which I feel like is a separate thing, right? Like, it has this cheese. Because I look at this picture, and, like, mm-hmm. what if you just changed the hue a little bit so it was more orange, and you get, like, some blue cheese in there? So what you're saying is what you... <sighs> okay. You can hold the blue cheese. I forget your stance on blue cheese. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking logistics here. So you okay. get... I think part of the inspiration for the English muffin is that when you're doing open face, just the bottom of the bun is not going not gonna to pull off, right? It doesn't have the strength. Right. Um, or like the, the oomph. Um, so I do kind of like the English muffin idea. You could also use a crumpet if you were so inclined, I suppose. Um, okay. And on top of that, you put a burger patty, right? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you have chicken, cheese, and buffalo sauce. And then you fizzle, finish, like after you've Ooh. cooked it, you cook it like that. Like, you know, put it in like a salamander or something, you know, like a broil on an oven. Mm-hmm. And then you finish with either a drizzle of ranch or a drizzle of blue cheese dressing your call. Sounds really good. Because like buffalo pizza is chicken, like buffalo chicken pizza is different than like, like I, I feel like I've maybe had buffalo sauce on a burger or something. Sure. Yes. But the buffalo pizza burger, would it sounds way better. I'm worried about the interaction of the beef with the rest of this experience, to be honest. I'm worried it would upset the mm-hmm. delicate balance, but... Yeah, that's the one, well, you, the one thing. You you know, you know, easy to fix. Just do a smash burger. Okay. Yeah. Because the problem the, the is that... The, patty, right. Crispy. The problem is that, like, we're I think we're both thinking of that, like, home-style barbecue, like, backyard barbecue, like, thick beef patty. Thick beef but patty. if you do a smash burger, all your problems are solved. Yep. Damn. That's the, I want to make that. Sounds good. I feel like I've found one last recipe that's, that's kind of perhaps the pinnacle of what the lay person could do here. Okay. Um, and it is pizza burger sliders. 
because with the slider, you know, it looks like they have basically like you know, like a Hawaiian sweet roll or like a little potato roll, like one of those really small ones that all come together, the pull apart ones. And so what they're able to do, they're able to like slather the top with some butter and like spices. You know, it looks like garlic and some some herbs and stuff. They made a little little sauce thing. And then when you bake that, it's kind of the same experience as a crust. Like that picture is a, is a little lighter, but if I take a picture here of it on, it looks, yeah, like on a grill. Like look how nice and dark that top is. And oh wow, it's really kind of looking like a crust. It is. You're looking like a crust. I was interrupted by a uh, another, so I saw an image um, that I was like, wait, wait. And the image looks like it's low effort. The reality is surprisingly high effort. First of all, this comes to you from, if we have any British listeners, any any listeners from the United Kingdom, you have to tell me that this word means something different over there, right? Because this is from rimmersrecipes.co.uk. <laughs> and in the US, that has a certain connotation. Um, but first of all, look at this picture and you think... This is low effort. You it, think this, I do. It, the recipe, you make the crust from scratch. <laughs> you make everything from scratch. This is not like, it looks like mm-hmm. someone took like two, like, you know, DiGiorno party pizzas or Totino's party pizzas <laughs> and put a burger in the middle, which by the way, would be hilarious. But, so this is neither a pizza burger nor a burger pizza. Like I was going to call a foul, like, you know, throw the flag for it being a, a burger pizza, but it's not like it's the form factor. It It's the geometry of a burger. It's huge, but uh-huh. so like if you ate this with a knife and fork, it would probably be pretty good. Probably. Well, it would probably way, be okay. If you look at the way it's angled. Yeah. Right. The top pizza is facing upward but so is the bottom pizza so you could hold it by the bottom you it's could like pick this up open face style yeah right it's i mean it'd be like it'd be like picking up like a tostada right it's more the biting like imagine biting into this how is that gonna work like i'd feel like you're not gonna get a bite out of it cleanly yeah i would probably i would probably cut it into slices yeah yeah Huh. Huh. Really makes you think. <laughs> I love, uh, there's this, they're sort of like their preamble for it. Uh, homemade pizza burgers are burgers sandwiched between two pizzas. It's a crazy sounding idea. Whether you are a pizza fan or a burger fan, you'll definitely enjoy this. Have you ever wondered what it is like to have burger and pizza the same bite? Well, now you can. <laughs> um, and then this brilliant gem of a closing sentence. Although this looks loaded with calories, you can always get a smaller per- portion. <laughs> like yeah just eat less <laughs> that's okay, true thanks. that is that is that's how it works oh they also have yorkshire pudding pizza oh boy what the p- picture please <laughs> the I picture guess. is kind of alarming it kind yeah. of looks like dark souls what? food <laughs> oh i can't understand what i'm seeing oh okay so they have a okay can i get a this resolution is bad but here that is a close zoom in here is the full, like the zoomed out photo. Oh, Look at okay. That. okay. Ooh, so it's like in a, a little bread bowl, like a little bread cradle. Uh huh. Yeah. And then it's got like you know the the pizza accoutrement on the inside. Yeah, this actually doesn't seem very pudding like at all. It's just like a weird way to do a deep dish. It's an interesting way to do a deep dish. 
Yeah. That's it. Like, no, I guess, yeah, it works. They also have pepperoni pizza gnocchi, which, sure, that's really easy to imagine. But, like, man, the the Rimmers cool. over there in the UK the are just They've crazy got it going about, on. Yeah. Yeah. You know who else has it going on? Uh, is If you say Stacy's mom, I'm leaving. I hate that song. I'm. I mean, I wasn't going to. Okay. But... Let's take it to Bottle Crow Reborn. <laughs> Status update. You know, the Lima Major going on. Professional <laughs> Dota 2 for the first time since TI. At the same time, more importantly, the We Like Dota League going on. The playoffs have just begun, and so we return once more to Greg Boys. I'm sorry. Greg Boys looking like Greg men so far. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to just a quick update from Rimmer's Recipes real quick. <laughs> yeah, uh, no one back. One of the most racist recipe names I've seen of all time, Crouching Tika Hidden Dragon. Don't do this, guys. Oh, That's so good. Nice. That's so good. Hold on. I'm going to Crouching Tika Hidden Dragon. That's amazing. That's a that's a How that's that a party bad? foul. <laughs> rated G, rated PG. It's got hold on. I have to zoom out because the aspect ratio is wrong. But they've got the lowest. It's the most medium effort. It has Dolby Digital surround sound, so it's at least good. It's rated G I'm and so PG. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Tika part is rated G, but the Hidden Dragon that's PG and has Dolby Digital. What is it? It's just chicken tikka masala. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this rich and flavorsome, this rich and creamy, flavorsome chicken tikka rivals any Indian restaurant. Why go out when you can make it better at home? Sorry, this you know, is just a generic Indian film classic, Crouching Tiger, <laughs> Hidden Track. Hold on. Um, <laughs> Bollywood Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Is there a Bollywood version? Wait, why why Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon is a good old Hindi film? Is it actually No. No, it's a Chinese film. Yeah. Wait, Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon 2000. No. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Uh, it's, Sorry, I'm apparently confused. I I I, I so it seems like this is part of their cinema line of recipes along with Edward Caesar hands. <laughs> Hold on, Rimmer's recipe. Can you get a, drop a link in the uh, the episode notes to Rimmer's recipes? They're pretty galaxy great. I do have to I do have to <laughs> shout them out. I'm dropping it in the notes, but I'll also put it in the the actual show notes for anyone who doesn't want to join the Discord. Uh, <laughs> they have a oh, there is a okay. It is part of their category of recipes: lights, korma, action. Oh, those are the only two recipes in it. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a shame. Damn. Wait. No, that can't be true. Hang on, go back to home. I think Rimmer's Recipes hasn't updated in years. No, they have. They just have a section that is old. Okay, <sighs> okay. okay. Their latest recipe was February 28th of this year. They're still on that grind. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank what, God. What? <laughs> I was scared. They have sections for starters, mains, desserts, and light. And yeah, and your life come action. They, Spice. they mm. don't care. Look at this. Black Forest pancakes they don't care what hold on what's in that black 
cherry what's in this it's it's oh it's cherries God. and kirsch and yeah they what just, is kirsch kirsch it's cherry it's like cherry it's a cherry alcohol oh, okay okay i don't know if it's like oh it says here cherry brandy is what it's classified as okay whatever okay some sort of okay these people are out of their minds god damn spicy sumac chicken flatbread this looks good like these aren't staged this is like definitely the food and it looks solid i might cook some of these recipes i'm i was about to say the exact same thing like it's not radical like it's not a matumba it's not a matumba man's kitchen oh yeah hold on just let me scroll matumba man matumba man Um, but it's just like it looks solid. It's not ridiculous. Uh, chili and coffee con carne. Okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, why not? Yeah, like a little okay. bit of coffee and chili in the same way. Like you could kind of put it in a curry, a Japanese curry or something. Mm-hmm. This all looks really good. It's like it seems like they have like just genuinely good recipes intermixed with like reasonably well-considered shit posts which <laughs> i respect it yeah let's see when is their first post here uh it is from 2018 so you know relatively no that was five years ago oh no um and that was doing when, it for a little that while. was when their they did their lights korma action that they stopped after 2018 that's a real shame year do they have like a contact not that <sighs> i can find yeah i don't know can we comment on things? Um, we, leave can reply. Like things. we could leave a reply. Oh, okay. Okay. But, huh. Yeah, there's very little info about Rimmer's recipes. Let's just leave a comment the that Rimmer. says, please do more racist movie recipes. <laughs> I'm here for it. I don't know what six is on. <laughs> uh, um, going, going back to the Greg boys. Greg boys looking like Greg men so far. Prater has a hunger inside of him. Uh, we recently played the first playoff games. The playoff games are beginning. Um, the way things worked out surprisingly well this season for Greg boys. You know, like, it is uh, it is me and then a some We Like Dota people. We got uh, Jim Liberace. We got Popo Chris, friend of the show, Prater. We got, of course, Greg. I was going to find a sound bite, but nope. Uh, and then we have X2 and Ray. Um, I think Bob hasn't. Bob's, you know, uh, been retired for this season. Uh, I don't mm. think he's had to stand in yet. So we got, you know, a bunch of the boys. Prater is our our star mid player. He's definitely, you know, the the ringer. He's the highest MMR of us. Um, and then supposedly I'm the ringer carry. But the thing is, um, the way Prater plays, um, there's a reason that there's, you know, various clips of yeah, hubris of uh, Prater. Prater has a hunger inside of him from casters just watching prater d do things there's a i should really record a various of us saying uh guys where's prater like have you seen prater <laughs> he's just at their fountain somehow and so i play position zero um you know traditionally bottle quo we've talked about the position six right 
mm-hmm. that was a, a big thing that six played where it's you know in dota you have positions one through five in terms of farm priority like you know resource priority um in theory five is the lowest but six and you know i i like to do this sometimes if you play the position six where you intentionally just live way way below the poverty line in order to try to get your carry you know your ringer uh, ahead i've discovered and uh and been pioneering so bravely uh position zero where every game every hero uh midas first item to the point of like leeching off your support for tangos as much as humanly possible and just trying to kind of afk for the first 20 to 30 minutes mm-hmm. so not a four protect one it's more like a four ignore one and it's been surprisingly successful to the point where we got bumped up a division like there's three mmr divisions this year oh wow. we started at the bottom now we're here in the middle in the way the playoffs work uh it's the top seed versus the lowest seed so we bumped up a division and immediately played the top team uh the first game you know best of three uh it, it went oh two in, in their direction first game was was jim popo prater uh greg and i it went nine to 33 you know 30 minute game yeah it, it didn't feel great our lineup was viper marcy pudge naga siren and cm which is a little strange and ended up not being that effective against their lifestealer primal beast razor silencer undying mm-hmm. it was a last pick primal beast which apparently is just a hard counter to naga he just fucked our shit up huh it it uh it was very surprising. Then Razor and Silencer. Razor is just a cancer on Dota two right now, just unkillable. So it's, it's it's very very annoying. Um, and so you know it's like okay, I think just fucking ban Silencer. <laughs> Let's not play Silencer for game two. Uh, we we swapped out the lineup a bit, get some more people in here. Uh, so then it was Jim. Well, nope, this is the same game. This is the same game. Come on, Dota. Come on, Dota. Uh, and I played Monkey King this game. It was Jim Prater and then X2, uh, Popo and I. We were playing Dark Willow, Zeus, Monkey King, Treant Protector 3, and Witch Doctor against a Pudge, a Tiny, Pitlord, Gyrocopter, Wyvern. It was a Underlord, Gyrocopter, Offlane. <laughs> very interesting. Uh, this one, 24 to 39, went to 37 minutes. was very competitive. Like, the graph was actually... Uh, net worth graph pretty even uh definitely actually had fun this game felt felt no we we had a chance still kind of a relatively interesting unusual draft but uh yeah the the tiny just popped off as an outsider i want to pick your brain a little bit because you've talked about this you know position zero strategy and uh you know um and you know the, the the prowess of praetor in you know setting the floor for you um preparing the way i've watched two games from your season so far and i don't i can't tell you what they are just randomly i happened to tune into two games that were streamed um and you not your team you nicholas uh were dog shit worthless in both games i was gonna say which one (laughs) (laughs) you were just trash um so yep yep (laughs) that has Uh, happened like it's it's simple it's like you know Dota positions might be a circle. Like, we've never gone the other way, the position zero. But mm-hmm. it might wrap back around to the position seven, which we've, you know, discovered if you play position six, but you were just dog shit, did nothing, and didn't give your carry an advantage. 
they mm-hmm. they might wrap around. Okay, okay, because I mean they just uh, their their trick in the laning phase phase was just to kill you, um, and it seemed like that worked really well. So I don't mind that. And that actually kind of was the point for a while. Like early in the season, that happened, and it was frustrating um, a little bit. And <laughs> so I, I we usually have Naga banned every game because we were absolute cancer with Naga or Luna in Shadow Demon. Greg suddenly like became a god Shadow Demon player, so it's banned almost every game now. Mm-hmm. It's like X 2s Brewmaster, just amazing at it. Um, and so just really annoying. And I would go defusal blade because that's what you go on naga right like to drain mana that your illusions also do apparently not jim gets so mad at me if i buy defusal blade and it's just a it's a waste of money it's so garbage to laser manta um and so from that point on i'm like you know he's just like no just fucking sit there and get your farming at it get your big item and we decide okay i'll play position zero and so if i get dumpstered on that's fine the thing that happened, I think I remember which games you watched, was okay. that I got dumpstered on. But that wasn't the bad part. The bad part is that their position three who dumpstered me was farming like crazy in the lane. Yes. Because that, that doesn't always happen. Like those those are independent things. And we fixed that or like we've we've found a way to fight that more or less. Like I've I think two or three games now identified that that's what was happening. Like, I wasn't just feeding. It's that the enemy was hitting creeps constantly under their tower. Mm-hmm. And we tri-laned. I was like, hey, guys, how's top, or, you know, how's offlane going? Could we get, you know, like a drive-by? Could we get a house call? Mm-hmm. And it really helped stem the bleeding, like stem the, the weakness there. So, you know, I, I feel like we've grown since those games. So, do And we you should have think, an, an easier matchup next time. Do you think that, like, the advantage, like... When it goes well, what's happening is either they are committing so many resources to you that Praetor goes ham, or the alternative is that Praetor distracts him so much that you get to go ham. Is that sort of the idea? Kind of, and that I get to go ham AFK for thirty minutes. Right, right. I mean, you know, you get to you get to you know, Anti Mage. I have finished farming. Right. Like I was playing Starcraft. I've been you know playing some Starcraft, not not as much recently. And mm-hmm. so my micro was like you know, <laughs> Nick. Hey, Nick, how's your micro? Is our famous mm-hmm. meme. Uh, it has it's been actually okay. So I've been playing a bunch of Naga, and like the way you can play Naga, you hit Q to summon a bunch of illusions, copies of yourself, and you can select all your illusions, or it automatically selects them. Uh, you hit Tab, and then you're controlling an, a different illusion. So you hit Q, and then Tab, and on the minimap, you can like shift A click to queue up some some attack moves, and you just do that real quick. Mm-hmm. So I would farm like crazy, and ahead of Midas. And a Manta, so you have a shit ton of illusions. You push the lane at the same time. By the that's, way... That's the ideal. I haven't really poked at it in the years it's been a thing, right? Right. But the history of the How's Your Micro meme is that I was made, like, the drafter for a uh, competitive team, and <laughs> I was told, like, hey, like, someone's like, oh, I, I, need, I was like, okay, I'm talking to people, I need to figure out what your heroes are. And they were like, I don't know, man, I just play stuff. And I'm like, okay, like, what are your skills? Like, how's your micro? And for some reason, that just became a meme. It was a perfectly <laughs> reasonable not, question. <laughs> I could not remember for the life of me how that started. <laughs> it's a perfectly reasonable question. <laughs> and yeah, that's back when we had some some reason, you know? Yeah, you know. 
I don't anymore. I don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, listen, so hopefully you're still playing next donuts, game I'm excited. Makes it pretty obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I mean at least I didn't come back exclusively to get an arcana for the video game that I quote unquote don't play. I I feel like you're trying to like shame me or uh, unless you must be what? making an audience appeal cuz you know I feel like that's a perfectly reasonable decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'm just waiting for the next you know phase on the the 6 Dota 2 clock. Well, I mean, the patch is going to be out by the time this comes out. This oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, but we could... When is that? It's like, that's going to happen. The... So the Lima Major Finals are Sunday. They Their their update says that the patch is coming out on Monday, on the 6th. Hold on, hold on. It doesn't... They changed the wording so that they said the next patch or like, you know, new Dota thing is going to be announced. Oh, right. Monday. We look forward to unveiling our next update. Unveiling. Yes. So who knows? They'll probably unveil Muerta, the new hero. To be exciting, it, I guess the patch might not be live. No way. I, I fucking hope. No, they're gonna reveal artifact. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they could also just reveal like, yeah, we moved the towers and. <laughs> I hope they make some fucking map changes. They haven't made map changes in so long. Please, God. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but we're gonna have to do a patch notes special. The yeah. thing. Yeah. So. We'll see. I'm, oh, and, and it's a Scanline Media 10-year celebration on Bottlecore. So. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. That's uh, huh. Maybe I'll buy some champagne. You sure. want to buy mini bottles of some sort of sparkling thing? We'll, we'll pop. Sure, you can do that. Okay. At Artizzi's. Mm-hmm. Artizzi's mm-hmm. house. You can get little confetti poppers and pop them as close to the mic as possible. That sound <laughs> oh, great. God. Get confetti inside the microphone shield. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot my fucking mic with gunpowder. <laughs> <And> boom! <laughs> Smooth boy. Yeah, uh, but that'll that'll be exciting. Yeah, you know. One more uh, one more Dota two thing I think while we're here in, in Bottle Crow, mm-hmm. uh, it was announced I think after Ti that like at, while NA was dying because EG moved their team they they killed their NA team and they moved to SA. Uh, basically, NA Dota is dead. In addition, BTS the BTS studio Beyond the Summit yes. mm-hmm. did not get any contracts for the na dpc or like anything this year mm-hmm. uh and so they were like really struggling they do other things like they did smash some cisco some valorant and like uh, other stuff with creators mm-hmm. but sadly uh ld i think a few days ago announced that bts is officially closing their doors they're like we're running out of money and honestly if we just quit right now like we can give people like two weeks notice and then give them a bunch of severance or we could just kind of choke and go into the ground and not pay people and Mm -hmm. so ld's just he said you know listen this is what it is they're they're coming up they've you know they seem like great people they've come up with like a register of all their their employees and their skills and stuff so people reaching out because they're great but it's you know it's very sad bts is like the og grassroots dota 2 like uh familiar content wise like they had a house famously the summit house they just like held tournaments in a house in LA. I mean that that is the original Beyond the Summit, right? Those tournaments, which is mm-hmm. like they are, yeah, tournaments where they have rented out a little McMansion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they have the people of the tournament just there in the house, and the effects of that <laughs> were so cool. It was really like fascinating to get to see like 
you know, you would have a game going on and like, like literally, this is a real example. Arteezy would pass by like wrapped in a blanket and in boxers to get cereal <laughs> and then be like, Arteezy, put on a headset, sit down. He'd be like, yeah, sure. And it's just like. <laughs> you... So the casting, it would be like on a, a couch or the panel is just like mm-hmm. on a couch in front of, you know, the, the, the kitchen, which has an island, which is where like, mm-hmm. you know, craft services, their catered food was. And so right. all the pros are in the background just eating, like getting food. And it's like, not only did you get like great content for, for, you oh, know, amazing the viewers, content. because yeah. like you got shorts, you got, as I say, it's just like players just randomly hopping on to do commentary because the commentary is right there. But also, I mean, like, I think it genuinely did good things for the community, like on the pro side too, right? Like, yeah. Okay. You know, TI is over and your team falls apart. Right. And you're like, shit, I need a new team. Oh, that's right. I got to hang out with Owie at the summit for a while because we were both there for the tournament and I talked to him and it seemed like he had some cool ideas. Let's try making a team. You know, like it made these connections yeah. that were cool. It was the most we ever saw of Chinese teams. <laughs> yeah. And so like actual seeing like mm-hmm. contact with that. I've said that I'd like, man, probably originally when I came on the bottle crew, like it's such a, like, I wish I knew like functional Chinese in some way because we have no access, like communication with the Chinese, like the Eastern side of Dota, right? Mm-hmm. Like we have a few people um, that like will usually like give an overview or like some of the translators have now moved into like kind of being panel members, like uh, Jack Chen, KBBQ, who's like also a team manager and like has, has been coaching stuff like would give, you know, like a rundown of the Chinese teams at tournaments and like give some explanations. And it was always great. It's like, oh yeah, there's a massive community of, of stuff there that you you just don't get access to. Right. We we don't talk. Yeah. It's a it's a real like it was a real asset to the community. They seemed like real stand up dudes, um, both leadership and also just the production staff. And yeah, it's it's a huge shame to lose them. And it's also like it's easy to see why they fell apart and that it's not really their fault, right? Because mm-hmm. when you build an identity around, we're going to get everyone and we're going to put them in the same space, and then a <laughs> pandemic happens, you're kind of fucked. And it's like, that's yeah. just that's just how it goes. It isn't that they made bad decisions. It's that, like, it's not like somebody, like, gambled the money away. No. Um, unless it turns out someone gambled the money away. Listen, you know, don't use this voice <laughs> clipping. Anyway, um... But yeah. yeah, it's a real shame to lose them. I also remember watching, like, I watched um, the Summit of Power, which was their Dragon Ball Fighters uh, tournament. Oh, yeah. And that was really cool, too. And there was a bunch of, of getting to see those people hang out, though the fighting game community is better at having casual <laughs> hangouts than Dota. I think they're, because they, like, grew massive and they, like, eventually, like, bought or rented out this this massive, like, 20 thousand square foot studio space mm-hmm. maybe that's where midas mode 2 was held that seems possible yeah because i remember seeing like a big space where like players were god i should watch midas of... mode 2 again what a honestly fucking great let's just watch midas have a midas mode watch party god just like speaking should... of grassroots like fun entertaining we literally video do game. that here on the on the bottle cross I, I was thinking that yeah we gotta see like what's up i mean if there aren't VODs, we should just, like, see if Slacks can... Like, oh, there are VODs. There are VODs. I have a bookmark. Okay. <laughs> I, I know a guy. Yeah. Midas Mode is, like, classic clowny mode Dota tournament. It's, like, it's very, you know, competitive, but there was, like, mm-hmm. a bunch of extraneous rules. 
but you know goofy is the wrong way to call it because it had nahas statsman and purge like uh-huh, uh-huh. they they all came up with the systems and like live changed it in terms of like you had to buy heroes with gold like midas bucks and stuff not to, to say that to we innovated them. this approach we absolutely did not but it is very similar to us i think where it's like if you take a shit post seriously enough it's just a better shit post right or it's just fun it's like you know having f- <laughs> it's like oh yeah it's a video game you you know you want to have fun <laughs> people yeah. like having fun yeah it's everything that the all-star game never could be you know <laughs> exactly Yeah, I'll I'll post about that in the Discord in a little bit after we're done recording because that's a great idea. We should do that. Yeah. You don't think? Hmm. I'm having I no, I don't. Having, yeah, same. I don't think either. It's it's for the best. Well, well, what what did you have, Nick? How how are you feeling? Like, I don't you know want to do know, fan I, fiction corner, if that's no, the question. I, no, no, hold on. No, it was more like, so I've had this fucking snack for so long. I've just, I've got to get it out of the way. Let's, uh, let's go ahead. You know, we're, we're at the end here. We're not, we're not, I shouldn't say that because then we'll go for another two hours. Jack snacks. We do not room. We do not room. We do not room. We do not room. Definitely, like over a month ago, I bought this. Just <laughs> like I've got to try this. I've got mushroom jerky. I know six is going to be okay. Interested. That's interesting. So I'm glad. I'm glad you have something like this because I had a moment today where I was out shopping. Um, and it turns out, as I say, they didn't have Apple Pay, and I didn't have my wallet, so I would have been able to get this anyway, right? Yeah. But they had salted caramel Twix, right? Okay. And I was like, I should get this and try it on Bottle Crow, right? Since we're recording right. later today. And I was like, you know what it's going to taste like? A slightly saltier Twix. I'm not doing this anymore, right? Like, <laughs> if there's something interesting, like actually interesting, okay. Mm-hmm. But like, the latest M&M flavor can go fuck itself. I know what it's going to taste like. <laughs> and if it's not like good or you're not interested, yeah. Yeah, totally right, understand. right. Like, if there's not something to actually engage with, if, if I don't want to, like, I'm not going to get the new, like, Doritos barbecue. You know what it's going to taste like? Barbecue chips, but Doritos. I want there to be interesting questions. I I, I feel like there's just there's more low inter- bar. Yeah, like, if we should just seek things, like, there's, there's no dearth of interesting consumables. Right, right. Yeah. And we just so. we can't make we can't make Jack snacks like a, it like a, a an like a reflexive thing, right? Where it's like oh every right, episode right. we gotta have one. So I bought this at the store. This is the new M and M's chocolate. Wow, it tastes like chocolate. Like no, <laughs> the no. chocolate tastes like chocolate. So pans. the candy shell is on the inside. Inside, <laughs> <laughs> it's just candy. It's just candy. It's just the candy shell part somehow listen if you if you wanted to make like hollow candy shell only m&ms <laughs> and just like like m&m bug that like cicada be... shells yeah what would you call it 
like what flavor what you know it's like almond peanut peanut butter what is this void touched void touched m&ms well i've got pan's mushroom turkey uh zesty thai flavor it's made of shiitake mushrooms no meat no soy just shrooms their story of course every mushroom has a story after a trip to visit family in malaysia i returned home with a family recipe i couldn't wait to share with the world Made of shiitake mushrooms, Pan's mushroom jerky provides a delicious umami taste and satisfying texture that herbivores crave and carnivores love. Pan's mushroom jerky is now proudly made in the Pacific Northwest with an updated recipe that uses simple ingredients. From our family to yours, enjoy. Sincerely, Michael Pan in the Pan family. Pan, pan, pan. I'm going to go ahead and open it. This, I feel like, might be deserving of a nose, so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Hmm. Uh, strong shiitake mushroom flavor. If you've never had shiitake mushroom, it's like a very concentrated, earthy, like not just earthy, umami, that savory, Mm -hmm. dark, dirty flavor. It's like, what if you poured soy sauce on dirt? (laughs) Yep. Yep. That's honestly not bad. (laughs) This is the thing is even the people who like it are like, yep, nope, that's accurate. I mean, it's good, yeah. Uh, then again, I'm right here talking about my my amp and describing <laughs> it as what if drinking metal was good. So you know, yeah, six is robot. Whereas I'm a dirt man, I'm a golem. Yeah, I'm not getting much more. Like technically, there's maybe some spices here, but uh, okay. Oh, this is not what I thought it would look like. Hold on, let me. Uh, fuck, I should have gotten a fucking should have gotten a plate or some shit. This is what it looks like. So it does not look like a like a mushroom. Here it goes. I mean, I was assuming it's it would like kind of look like truffle. I, what yeah. the hell? Exactly. <laughs> See? All right. I'm going to smell. So it is these yep. like blobs. They're not like, it's not like jerky no. strips. Or thin, like dehydrated. Right. Yeah, oh, fucking. Here we go. Oh, so chewy. It's like chocolate truffles, kind of like in in mm-hmm. appearance. Probably in taste, too. I bet that's what you're about to say. It's a very chewy. Very. I mean, pleasantly so, or? Nope. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really bad. <laughs> Why is it so... It's, um... It's not chewy like jerky. It's spongy. Sorry, it's like a spongy chew. Whatever you'd call that. I see. Like, I love a good chewy jerky. This is spongy. It's like like you bite into it, and then when your teeth retract, it like heals the damage you did. (laughs) Heals. That's right. Yeah. It regenerates slightly. So I'm more just like, I'm not chewing it. I'm just kind of breaking it apart into chunks that feel like they've not really been processed. Like, I suppose that's what chewing is, breaking things into smaller parts, but that's it. Like, they're they're shards of this sponge. Huh. No, and it doesn't taste... It's like, it's it like, fighting, a, it's like, like fighting a slime boss in a JRPG, and it just splits, and you're like, oh no! Yep. Oh no, I haven't really defeated it. They're, like, reduced it yet. I'm not going to have another one. It's so weak, like any zesty, quote-unquote, Thai flavor. It's so weak. Are you saying like, you're you're not delighted by what Pan's family has brought to you? I'm sorry for this family recipe, but it's, you got to do something different with a mushroom, my dude. It's a bad texture. I'm going to throw these away. I'm not going to have this other one. 
I'm going to wow. throw these away. That's a really bad review. It's just something about that texture with the... It's like I'm chewing on a dirt sponge. How's the flavor? Like, if I just... It's so, so mild. If I just think about the flavor, it's also <laughs> bad because of like the shiitake. Like you don't normally just eat shiitake mushrooms. It's usually like you use it concentrated... Or like you, you can stir fry it with stuff, or you use it as like a soup stock base, right? Uh-huh. Like rehydrated shiitake broth. So you know how like Ugh, it's yeah, one of those it. things where if you consume media and you listen to things and you surround yourself with things, even if you're doing it ironically or as a joke, it gets absorbed into who you are, right? Right. Oh boy, you do I know. have used your soundboard so much that when you started by saying "if I" that first time unconsciously you did the if i go and i might die cadence <laughs> if I... <laughs> Wait. I don't deserve to be... if i go in i might die if i go in i might die <laughs> it was you did it. really yes. what did i say after you were like you were like if i and then you stopped and you were like oh yeah it's... if i <laughs> if i get die <laughs> i don't deserve to be alive honestly i feel you purge it's wonderful to see you know, the media people engage with as a joke slowly consume their identity. <laughs> Bottle Crow Reborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of yeah, Jack. I'm thinking of Arby's. <laughs> what? That was a slogan of Arby's. That was an Arby's ad campaign. Yeah, I'm thinking Arby's. We just need to get. Oh. We just need to get Keanu Reeves to be like, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking I'm Arby's. Thinking Arby's. <laughs> and then they untie it? him and they go to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, John Wick Four out soon. John Wick Four. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should do more more watching things. That's a great idea. Midas mode sure, and stuff. Sure, it'll be fun. Fun, uh, fun or people like, in the or Discord. Like Captain Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yes, Mr. That, Perfect. that thing that I long, long ago told you and sent Iima. The BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. Wait, 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 it wait. It contains scenes of violence involving people's heads and arms getting chopped off. Dude. Their ears nailed to trees and their toenails pulled out in slow Fuck, motion. man. Thank God. Send Iima to watch this movie. As we both know, unfortunately, this has now become a running joke that I haven't actually watched it. And so I kind of mm-hmm. can't. Yeah. Okay, you, you'll have to... Nah, it's, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, I'll have to bleep something out, an idea you had that we'll actually just talk about off the air? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Misery is coming, because I can't just let it go to waste. Oh, I think we should probably have a... Uh... Did we have a name for it? I, I forget. We should ha- we're should. going to have to have a prenatal check-in, because I think we're we're going into the second Greg Mester of our pregnancy. Greg. 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 Just a reminder that uh, we're expecting in November uh, Greg to come on the podcast again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're expecting it may not happen. Greg is actually a person who we didn't ask if they were willing before we signed them up for this. So it was an un- I believe even the first Greg Nancy was unexpected. It's always you know expect the unexpected Greg Nancy. <sighs> I can't. Yeah. Miss Gregridge. There we go. All right. Oh, moving God. on. <laughs> we have to believe that. I know. So I know. But you I can't. Didn't. It's too good not to 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 bleep. 
TGTB. WWGD. Wait, are you saying Greg I have do? to bleep it or I can't? Bleep no, it? you can't. can't. You can't. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you've you've it. put this out was, into the world. I was saying it with like the, the assumption that I'd be able to bleep no, it. No, be able to bleep it. <laughs> it's such a shame that that the universe said no, you know. Uh, 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 but that's that's what happens sometimes. The universe says no. It says no, 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 no. <sighs> well, I think that's an episode, uh. folks. Yeah, that's been a that's been a bottle crow. Nick, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I basically just say this to get you, you to hit the bump. You're so defeated. You're so defeated. I've I've read ahead and I'm not looking forward to this chapter. I, I just, just started reading ahead. I just saw great lines. Oh, this is gonna be amazing. Um, we return once more this week to Dota High School by Missing Middle. Uh, of course, we are in the midst of Chapter 4, History and the Bully. Uh, last episode uh, was History Class with Phantom Lancer. Uh, Traxix, Drow Ranger, of course, the new student, was uh, was perplexed by the fact that there was like seven Mr. Azraiths. Um, and when we last left off, they were they were doing costumes. They were dressing up as different uh, different characters. Uh, Mortred was, uh, was last introduced. Don't even remember who... I think it was probably me that did it. Yes. It and was. we return as uh, the, the class has ended. The bell rang, signaling the end of the school schedule. Traxix's heartbeat sped up. The newcomer paced along outside the classroom, unable to contain her excitement about trying out for an archery club. She was soon joined by Lirle and Marana. Our shooting range is underground, Lirle explained. Oh, right, I'm Marana. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Take a second. By the way, I'm in the club committee. Marana tossed her hair, looking cool and aloof as usual. We, we only, only take it. Why did you suddenly take it? I, mean, I didn't wanted, see the quote, quotation mark. I, no, no, no. I would never infringe. We only take in the best, so you'll have to prove yourself. Traxix nodded. The trio left the building and she surveyed her, her, she surveyed her the surroundings, awed by the size of the school compounds. They walked about 10 minutes. This is a fucking college campus. Passing by a huge fountain, a couple a couple of Olympic-sized pools, and the vast field. The girls had reached the other end of the field, near the black gates, when two figures caught their attention. One of them, Traxix remembered, is the obese kid who sat alone at the lunchroom. Right now he was eating a chicken drumstick while lumbering towards the gate with a backpack over his shoulders. Someone was swaggering towards him, a big guy wearing only black shorts, whose body was stacked with rippling muscles. He looked like the Hulk, except with a reddish tan, and his face looked as tough as leather. My roommates are home, so this one's you. Have we done a pudge? Oh, no, this is Axe. You're doing Axe first. Um, the beefcake, that's right. Yeah, I've got pudge, don't worry about it. Yo, fatso! The beefcake spat. The boy ignored him and walked on. It was clearly not the response the muscular guy wanted, and so he continued his taunts. Hey, Pud! <laughs> Your butt axe is axe! <laughs> Why can't I do an axe? Hey, Pud! That meat don't look fresh! He followed up by snatching the boy's chicken drumstick and throwing it on the ground! <clears throat> okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is Six's Pudge. <laughs> okay. Fresh meat. The fat kid mumbled. 
Trexix could not tear, tear her eyes away. No, that is Terra. I don't know why I did that. Knowing that the situation was going to escalate to something nasty. Marana, on the other hand, whispered, Let's go. Before slipping away from the scene together with Lirale. The blonde struggled to keep up, especially with Lirale, who ran like the wind. They stopped only when they were a good distance away, at the entrance to the steps leading down to the basement. Trexix caught her breath while keeping her eyes on the two guys who were still within view. The thug's voice could still be heard. Axe gonna rearrange your ugly face! With that, he slammed a large fist. Got a little fist. witch doctor in there. <laughs> I, never, I feel like at the end I kind of got there, yeah, uh, where yeah. I wanted to be. With that, he slammed a large fist into the fat kid's face, causing blood to ooze out of his nose. Axe gets first blood! That was, that was good. Thank you. A uh, rough, grating sound that had nothing to do with humor. Trexix flinched. Nevertheless, the boy nicknamed Pudge remained standing. Being chubby probably helped him maintain his balance. He looked unfazed, as though it was not the first time he had experienced this. I hate bullies, Trexix seethed indignantly. Don't try anything stupid, Marana warned as she unlocked the door. In case you don't know, that guy is Mogul the Axe Khan, bodybuilder, wrestler, and leader of a gang of bullies. No one in this school dares stand up to him, not even when he's alone, like now. But we have to do something, Traxix insisted. I know, Lirale giggled. Let's shoot his big red ass! Ravana <laughs> shook her head. We can't use our arrows. He'll know who it is and come after us. Ah, let's use this then! Lirale chuckled, digging into her backpack and pulling out what looked like a homemade slingshot made of sticks and thick rubber bands. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Marana's blue eyes, <laughs> taking liberties, uh, widened with surprise. <laughs> For self-defense, I guess, the ginger said, picking up a pebble and loading it into the slingshot. Anyone want to have a go? Ahem. Fastest runner in the school needs this to survive? Marana huffed. Get up and fight! The bully nicknamed Axe had shoved Pudge onto the ground and kicked his bag, scattering this that scattering all the things that were in the bag all over the ground. He was now facing the direction of the three girls, who quickly hid behind the door safely out of sight. Tell you what, Traxix, Marana challenged. If you can hit him in the groin with this, I'll let you join the archery club. If you can hit him in the groin with a slingshot, you can join our archery club. It speaks to a level of precision and proficiency with ranged weaponry. From this distance? Track 6 peeked out and stared in hesitation at her target. He was a good 30 yards away. Yeah, go for it. Lirale's eyes twinkled mischievously as she handed the blonde the slingshotted pebble. Have you used one before? No. Ah, here's how you hold it. Lirale gave a brief demonstration. Okay, I'll try. Traxix nodded as she accepted the improvised weapon. Gripping it with slightly cold but steady fingers, she held it up and pulled the rubber band back as far as she could. Pudge was now trying to get up, and Traxix waited, worried she might end up hitting him instead. Axe gave him another push and sent him sprawling on the ground again. A few curious onlookers had arrived, fortunately none blocking her view yet. What happened? Axe happened! The wrestler shouted, his foot now firmly planted on Pudge's chest, while the latter tried to force the boot off of him. Traxix drew in a deep breath as she took aim with a slingshot, her eyes narrowing with concentration. Get up, lard ass! Axe continued taunting as he lifted his foot. In an unexpected move, 
Pudge turned over and grabbed the bully's leg, sinking his teeth into his calf. The wrestler let out a howl of rage and shook himself free. Fat freak! You dare bite Axe? Axe gonna beat the shit out of ya! That's... That's that's a witch doctor line. Axe going to be yeah. witch Axe doctors. Witch doctors out here like witch doctor gonna beat the yeah, shit out of yeah. That sounds like something he'd say. You're right. Definitely. Or in witch his gonna have your mama. Yeah. <laughs> a crowd was gathering and some kids were cheering for who she didn't know. Hurry up and shoot, Lirale urged. Traxix knew she had to act fast. Biting her lip, she fired the slingshot. There was a. I think you do the automatopoeia in the story six. I, I so, it didn't come through on mic, but yeah, I, I heard it'll, it. It'll be on the recording at least. Mm-hmm. I heard it uh, barely as the pebble flew off and hit Axe square in the groin, causing him to double over and bellow in pain. Lirale stifled a squeal <laughs> as the bully grabbed his crotch, his face turning even redder than it already was, while the onlookers sneered. <laughs> the trio quiet. <laughs> This is a snicker. This is a Snickers. (laughs) The trio quietly scrambled down the steps leading to the basement as they heard a furious roar. Who did that? Come out! Motherfucker. Martha. Motherfucker. How would Axe say... Who did this to Axe? Come out, motherfucker! (laughs) Really just... That last sentence is not doable as Axe. It's not... That was awesome, Tracy! Lirale cried as they reached the bottom of the stairs. Not bad at all. Ramon remarked, visibly impressed. But I don't think that hurt him much. I hear Axe has got balls of steel. (laughs) And we'd better lock this door in case he comes after us. You can keep this as a gift. Protect yourself with it, Lirale chuckled as Traxix clutched the hand catapult. Not how that works. Her adrenaline's still pumping. I'd like to see how you do with a recurve bow, or perhaps a hand trebuchet. <laughs> Marana said. So that means I can join the archery club? Traxix asked, just to make sure. She hadn't actually felt this good in a while. Well, I'm not one to go back on my words, and since you've proven yourself, congratulations, you're in. Marana smiled, the first friendly gesture she'd made towards the new girl. Welcome! Lirale beamed and hugged Traxix. The end of Chapter 4, History and the Bully. Yeah. Tune in next week, uh, next time, God God willing, sometimes we'll have a break, uh, for Chapter 5, After School. Uh, Allow me uh, to preview you a line from a new character. Someone set me up, planted drugs in my locker. I was suspended for four months. <laughs> Guess what character that was? I wonder. I actually does it think start it was with a decent an, performance. Does it? I think it might be. Does it start with an S and end with Delzare? This is not a spoiler for almost anybody <laughs> listening. Uh, Six, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Six Detmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, DMs are open for any questions or comments and, you know, stuff, you know, you, you, want, you want to tell me or tell anybody from the show. Decide. Whatever. Nick, what about you? You can find me, I guess, at Twitter at underscore Uranimar, but you should really find us at uh, the Bottle Crow Reborn Discord. Um 
there's let's see we were recently discussing discuss, discussing in the in the Jackie's Chow channel all right let's look at this right angled triangle <laughs> <laughs> He explained while drawing on a piece of paper. This side opposite <laughs> the right angle is called the hypotenuse. I love it. Uh, we were discussing uh, the concept of the cereal marshmallow, uh, which mm-hmm. is interesting because I had Lucky Charms for the first time in at least a decade. Far too long, I guess. Uh, and had a cereal marshmallow. I was like, oh, this is like a whole different beast. Um, so you can find us there. And I guess we may have, you know, some watch-alongs for uh, Midas Mode, a classic, fun video game watching experience. Yeah. Let me look at my calendar real quick. Um, next week. Okay. Um, this is going coming out on Tuesday, the 7th of March. If you hear this the day it comes out, you might be able to join us for the first watch of an episode of Midas Mode. Again. I will do it Tuesday night. The first watch of Midas Mode. A game. <laughs> a Dota 2 game. Chats, Colivan. Colin. Colivan. Colivan. Chats, Colivan. What is a Colivan? Congratulations for listening to the very end to hear why that episode is titled Colivan. <laughs> um, Colivan Family History. Um, d- driving directions to Parqueo Dorado, Colivan. Uh, where is this? It's on Waze. It, in Bogota? Do you know where Bogota is? I No, I'm I don't. I'm zooming out. I'm still zooming out. Oh, in Colombia. It's uh it's right next to Conjunto Super Manzana 7 Kennedy, whatever that is. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh Nick, I'm sorry. We're not reading Dota High School next week. Oh. Uh, thanks to Marin from the Bottle Crow Discord, we will be reading Carmilla by Sheridan Le Fanu. I'm not familiar. Uh, it's and I will a not do any vampire research. novel oh. from 1872. Mm. That's actually kind of interesting. Honestly, I mean, I should... I have some... Hmm. We'll talk off you... the air. <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, shit! I just had a great idea. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it's actually going to be a great idea, too. Okay. Well, we've we've got to go, you know, respawn in the Fountain channel. Oh, yeah. You can see when we're recording, too, uh, by the way. Episode Notes channel uh, on Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, post online, fairly, so. fairly hinged this week. Not off the rails. Uh, we we got to go respawn, go to the voice channel, the public Fountain channel, and, uh, and talk about some stuff. All right. We'll catch you later. Peace. Peace.